His and Her Show with Jody and Alex Misiak. And today we're going to talk about speaking your truth. And what does that really mean? It's just being authentically you and being honest with yourself and with others around you. And hopefully if that's difficult for some people like me, then maybe <laughs> we can share some techniques. Well, this will be great that yeah. uh, you can be along for this this journey. Absolutely. So I spent a lot of my life lying to myself and lying to others around me. I put these personas on and I would just pretend to be somebody I was not to fit in. I remember high school, I would be in, I think I was in four or five different groups and no one, no, none, none of the groups got along, but like I was a common and I could float around. Right. And later on, I realized that I just put on who I needed to be to fit in. Sure. Yeah. Persona. Yes. Yeah. So it's owning your truth and it's really just um, being honest with yourself. So one of the biggest steps about figuring out, are you lying to yourself? Are you, you living authentically? Is to slow down. One of the biggest things I discovered in my life is when I was, it's like running from the truth. When Mm -hmm. you're running from the truth, you are busy. You're busy being busy. Okay. So like yeah. I was constantly going. I was working. I think at one point in my 20s, I had three different jobs. Now that was you know partly for money and partly just because some of the things I love to do didn't bring in enough. But anyways, I was busy. And then every free second I had, I had um, plans with friends. Like I was just constantly busy. I didn't allow myself to think. Right. Cause you're, yeah, lots of, cause you filled your life with distractions. Yes. When you slow down, that's when we feel emotions. Mm. So between owning your truth and, and being who you are, it's also like, and when I say like you're running away from the truth, you're also running away from feeling your emotions. Okay. And when you don't feel your emotions, you're also, it's just, it's keeping you, it's keeping you stuck for one. Mm. And it's also keeping you from living the life that you're meant to live. Right. So you're, you're you because know. you're not being yeah, you. Yeah. There's tons of ways, like, and we're kind of going off track from being, like, being you, but emotions definitely have a lot of reasons of keeping busy and running from the truth. You don't want to feel, um, or, you know, we... People go towards food or over-exercising or, like I said, keeping busy. We have different ways of dealing with emotions so we don't feel them, so we don't get into them and figure out why, why do I feel this way instead of, like, we we don't deal with that. We just put on personas or um, we just pretend we're happy because that that was a lot that happened in my life too. I was like, oh, because I was reading a lot of self-help books, like stay positive, positive vibrations, bring more positive However, those emotions are there to help us. Mm-hmm. They help us to show where we need to heal. So, you or can what be the we best. need to change. Yes, which is part of healing. Part of healing. Yeah. Um, those emotions are there, and one of the biggest things was I used to like be like, "Oh, I'm angry. Like I can't be angry." That's anger is like, it's a part of who we are. Like, it's an emotion. We feel it. We all feel it, and it's owning it. And it's really just about owning like, okay, yeah, I get angry. Why do I get angry? And then it's not even being – because I used to feel like guilty or 
like bad about being angry. And it's just an emotion. It's how right. we deal with it. It's just like when we I teach am. our kids, it's like, it's okay to be angry, but you don't need to beat on me or pinch me or bite me when you're angry. Yeah. It's finding healthier ways to channel it. Mm-hmm. So one of my truths was like owning my emotions, owning my actually not even just emotions, owning my anger because I get really angry and I actually see it in our kids now where they're just so angry and they don't know what to do with it. They don't know how to share it and they just like lash out, lash out and then they just like, and it's probably, yeah. And, and if we hold on to our emotions, it's like, um, popping a cork of champagne too at points. You know, if we, we scuff it, you know, put it down, put Kaboom. it down, put it down. And then, yeah. And it's usually over everybody. It's, you know, it's at a Christmas party or it's because then there's drinking involved or and emotions are high or there there's, um, you know, family functions. Like or the straw that broke the camel's back, like something that would not really cause someone to blow up. It's just the littlest thing, but it's because you've got all this other stuff bottled in. That's the, that's the last straw, and then yes. boom. Yeah, yeah, and then it explodes over everyone at like yeah. probably the worst moment. So that's just part of owning your own truth, though. Dealing with your emotions. Yes, and it's just figuring out, you know, where are they coming from? Mm-hmm. But just one of the biggest things, um, again, I'll get back to, to uh, where I was saying before, is slowing down. Right, yeah, and, and maybe removing some distractions. I guess that's part of slowing down yeah. is to remove those distractions. And then also finding your breath. So meditating or even just – it doesn't even have to be meditation if that's overwhelming to people. It's just focusing on your breath. Inha- mm-hmm. Inhale and exhale. And it's really just slowing down and just really – meditating though is one of the best ways to connect with your inner – um, compass, your inner guidance, whatever you want to call it, your inner superpowers, yep. your inner being. And you, you're a big fan of guided meditations for that kind of I stuff. I do right? because my mind likes to wander. wander. Oh, no, yeah. I'm, I'm totally guilty of yeah. that kind of stuff. So I think so I, I love guided I meditations. I know I've talked about the meditations before in the past on other podcasts. Mm-hmm. I really should um, start penciling in time in the evenings to do some guided meditations. I've just been really... I've been really busy at work. <laughs> so it's like by the time I would get to the guided meditation, I'm just going to fall asleep. That's so. why guided med- meditations are good though. But I I find that if I meditate in bed right before bed, it's it's going to just yeah. guide me to sleep. sleep yeah. Um, so it's it's doing it before. Like I always was would be doing it um, – and, uh, Before we relax for the evening, yeah, you'd, like, you'd, you'd, right gu- you'd go do a yeah. guided meditation, then you'd be, and then you'd come you'd do other kids, stuff, and yeah. then come down and relax and stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. the other one is I want to get back into my morning uh, one right. as well. Um, it's just uh, getting the kids, or at least especially Anastasia, at the door in the morning. Um, anyways, um, but it's it's really just figuring out, um, and what I mean about like why why I really am saying about like slowing down and meditating is you need to quiet down. So you can actually listen to yourself. Mm-hmm. I, um, with the two years that our son wasn't sleeping, I made some decisions in my business that weren't li- aligned with who I am. And it was because I was busy, 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 busy building the business. You know, I need to, you know, do this and I need to do that. And I didn't slow down enough to listen to myself. And I started making decisions that weren't based on who I was. And it's no one's fault, but my own to really just slow down and be and that's why meditation's great it's starting it in the morning you can ask yourself a question and it's really important to slow down and figure it out because 
a lot of our beliefs, a lot of our thoughts, a lot of our behaviors stem from stuff we grew, we were taught growing up. Right. So what is true to you and what is just stuff you've learned that you should or have to do? Whenever you use the word, I should do this or I have to do this, that is somebody else's words. You're using somebody, you're using somebody else's beliefs. They're not your own. There's something that you've taken on as your own, but they're not you. Can you give me an example? I'm just having a hard time. Oh, you put me on the spot. So, um, well, I mean, like, okay. I should do the laundry or I have to do the laundry. That That's just something that has to happen. It's not because somebody – that that's not a belief. But maybe something like I should I should go to this Christmas party because everybody else is going to be there. Yes. Something like yes, that. Yes, or like, I have to go to my family function. I have to go. What are they going to think of me? Or – they, I have to go because that's what's, like, that's, it's, it's what I have to do or yeah. I should do this or else somebody's feelings are going to be hurt. Yeah, there we and go. And it's, it's about putting on other people's, um, like, you're, you're filling in the shoes of somebody else's expectations, yes. not of your own. Okay, that makes and, sense. And yeah. um, so if you've never really taken time to think about things um, that are you and authentically you, this can be a little overwhelming. So again, it's just even starting to meditate for five five minutes a day or even better if you can do it five minutes in the morning, five in the afternoon and five in the evening or even twice, morning and night and just slow down. And like I said, it can even just be focusing on your breath. And if you're further than that and you already do meditations and affirmations, it's when you get emotions that are high. And we're going to talk about triggers in a, in a ep- couple episodes from now, I think. Okay. And uh, But when people trigger you and things and or your emotions run high, those are those are areas to look in. Like right. what happened there? Like when someone or something happens and then you react in this in this way, you're like, wait a minute, that, that's a trigger. That's what yeah, you're talking yes, about. Yeah. Yes, yes. So we're going to talk more about that very soon in another episode. I don't think it's next one, but the one after. Somewhere very soon. Um, so I don't want to get into it too much right now, but it's really just figuring out what do you want? What, like, and I mean you, I don't mean like, what were you, you told as a, a kid, what you had to do as a grown up, or what you wanted or what yeah, advertisers like, tell you, yeah, tell you that like, you want. What do you want to do? What do you want to feel? That's a big one. What do you want to feel? And like, what do you want out of life? And it's really just asking yourself the hard questions slowing down and you know it, it sometimes it, it gets a little messy i won't lie um but it's just there's a lot of things and even without doing because we're going really down a, a deep deep tu- like not tunnel but a deep deep emotional thing that i wasn't even thinking about for this episode but that's okay things just happen and flow and they go this way um but what i wanted to say about owning your truth is when you know like and for the most part, you already know when you say something and you know it's not aligned with who you are. You got like a little twinge or something. Like it's not just, even, you just not, don't feel good. You don't feel good when you say it, yeah. Okay. Like I'm just trying to think of an example. Um, but when you, you do things for other people because you think you have to, you should, that is when you start losing yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying give up on all family functions or all these things, but really just take a moment to see why. And you've even asked me this. Why are we doing this? 
Are you doing this for you? Right. Or are you doing it to fill somebody's expectation? Yeah. Now, it's not about not caring about other people at all. And because there's a fine line between not caring and uh, like taking care of yourself. Yes. Yeah. There's a fine line because it can get really, it can really, you can really go the other way where it's like, fine, I'm just going to hang up by myself. But it's just like you've always asked me lately is, you know, why are we doing this? It's like, is it somebody, are you filling somebody's expectation or are you doing it? Um, like, and it's usually, it's like, I really care about this person mm-hmm. and I want to be there for this person. Right. Or it's like, I really, yes, I really want to be a part of this. So it really is, comes down to like, am I just doing it because out of obligation because I'm worried about what people think of me? Because the thing is we hide who we truly are when, and I've, I'm coming from this because I've, you know, even now I'm realizing that I'm still not fully unchained from this. Like I still feel like I'm still like there's moments because I've lived so much of my life like this. One of the things I've realized is we put personas on and we lie to ourselves. Like one of the hardest things is is we lie to ourselves and it's, it's not that we want to, but it's just, you know, it, it gives us comfort it gives us it's kind of almost like a comfort blanket or you know um like safety yeah safety net and it keeps us safe and we think it's or at least we think it keeps us safe even though we're we're actually kind of and i don't want to say dying from the inside but we feel less awesome because we're not living on purpose and one of the biggest things for me is realizing that it came from not feeling worthy enough that I was afraid of what other people thought of me. Like that was just part of it. That's what I've okay been, you know, I've kind of worked with already. But it's really getting to the point where it's like, I don't want people to think, you know, that I'm worthless or it's just, and I even realized that I was looking for support in the wrong areas. Like we came from a family function and I was just like, wow, I did not feel supported there at all. And when I came back, I reflected on that. And it, I realized that that is something that only I can do. Only I'm looking for love, but it's like, I need to love myself more. It's not that I need to look for love from family members, friends, or anywhere else. I need to look with from within. Mm-hmm. So it's really figuring out where that is, like what's showing up in your life that you could, like when we look at other people and we, we think that, because here's the other thing, the truth is we can actually have expectations of other people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I was coming unfair out and I was expectations. like, yes, un- like, expectations in general are unfair. Fair. Right. Like any expectations you have of anybody, um, pretty come from unfair. Um, other than like, you know, we've gone into marriage and we're a partnership, but like, that's it. Like, that's really all it is. It's a partnership. We have to work out those details together. Right. I can't expect you to do X, Y, Z without having a conversation. First. About X, Y, Z. Yeah. Yes. That makes sense. So, Putting any expectations without consulting another person is so, so unfair. Oh, I love the way you phrased that. Yeah. So, so <laughs> But yeah, so we put ex- expectations on other people and then we're like, oh, well, that person, you know, and then we actually do that too. Um, so when you find yourself in that, which I have done that recently, is what's going on for me right now and figuring out... Um, what that, what do I need to do for me to fill that gap? Cause no one can make me whole. No one can make me complete. 
And I spent so many years trying to find that in somebody else. Like, oh, if somebody else loved me, I will be whole. Somebody else needs to, you know, my, you know, where it's like, oh, you've made me complete. Or it's like, you think you're complete, but like, you got to find it within you. So no one can make you whole or complete. Only you can. So when I was feeling, you know, that other weekend where I was, I was really upset because I had expectations and it was none of my business to have those. It was just all on me. And I realized it's like, oh, I just need to give give myself some more love. Mm -hmm. No one else can give that to me. Yes, people can support, people can be caring and things, but what, what I can't do, I can't control people. I, I don't have any control over anybody else. I need to do everything from within. So it's it's really understanding where what um what makes you you. And a good one to even start if you're like, oh my goodness, I like you're just overwhelmed by this all. Maybe you are sure, yeah. Please. It's values. Ah. Figure out what your personal values are. So once you slow down, you make some room in your schedule, like even a half hour a day. Journaling is another good one. So mm. meditating, and we've mentioned this before, Jour- a med- uh, meditation and then journaling right after because you've really just quieted your mind and you're opening up to receive from the inner, uh, from your inner, um, whatever you want to call it, your inner being. being yeah. And uh, it really just gives your inner being a voice. So the steps, quiet, like slow down. Find some time in your schedule, like just make it a priority. We make so many things in our life a priority um, that aren't even really filling us up. It's just like self-care and things like if this was, say, the gym, like if you're, a, you know, you go to the gym every day and you're really committed, just put it in your calendar as a commitment to yourself. We ourselves have a hard time with that sometimes, but it's, it's literally putting it down. I know in the summer I was committed. I was like, I don't care what's happening in the morning. You have the kids, Alex. I'm meditating. Yeah. And when they go to bed, I am meditating. So so slow down, mm-hmm. meditate. And journal if you journal. if that feels like here's the thing. These are all loose ideas mm. because again, what I've discovered on my journey so far is you gotta do what fine like if I if meditating in the morning doesn't sound right, it could be in the afternoon in your car at work. Whatever works for you. But it really is the the simple steps is slow it down. Find that time in your planner. Meditate if that's something, but slow down and at least connect with your breath. Journal if that feels something uh, that um, that works for you. And if you feel like nothing, and um, and I, I think we've already said this on a podcast, but you know, repet, uh, repetition, repetition is, is awesome. Yeah. Is if you don't know what you want to write in your journal, say I, ha- I have no idea what I need to write today, but I'm writing because I'm committing to myself uh, to write in my journal every single day or at least once a week or whatever you've committed to, and then to see what happens. Usually, I don't think I've had a time that nothing came out after that. And if you still are like, well, I have nothing to write today. Okay, I guess I don't. And you can keep going for a couple more sentences. And if nothing comes out, it's like, oh, okay, clearly I have nothing to you know, to be heard today. Uh, my inner being doesn't have anything to say. And maybe later in the day something will pop up. 
or something it won't, but it's being okay with that. Mm -hmm. And then other times, like you'll just, I've spent like at least like a half hour or even more like writing and writing. I'm like, oh man, we got to relax before bed. And I'm like, oh, I keep going and going. Your longest session is probably around an hour, no. but yeah, that's okay though. But yeah. yeah, so it's, yeah. And then, um, and then if you want, like you can even just Google personal values and see what there's, you, there's usually a list of them. And you can just, there's not all the values I usually have. Like I have a whole page myself, um, but you can just either print them out or just look at them and anything that really feels like, oh yeah, I like that word, write it down. Then go back. Like if you're me, you probably have like a million, well, not a million, but a lot. And then go around and give it like a one to 10, 10 being like, oh yeah, that feels really good. And then like a one, and then you slowly get down. And uh, the, the aim is to get to about 10 yeah. if you can. This definitely sounds like something you want to try doing after meditating. Yes. And maybe maybe journaling or if not, not journaling. But definitely after yeah. meditating because you have to quiet and slow mm -hmm. down so that you can hear your internal voice say, yes, this is a word that resonates with me. And not everything above that inner voice is like, mm -hmm. yeah, that's a cool word. I want to be that. Yes, that is true. I do that a lot. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, you, you want to be in a, in a very neutral uh, place. You don't want to be stressed out. And because uh, then you don't really get to connect with your inner being as well. So it's really just, um, yeah, I, if anything you take away from today to find like, to, oh, actually, and it was speaking your truth. So we actually went like full on to like everything else. I was going to, we completely went off track of what I thought we were going to talk about today, but maybe this is what we needed to share. And, uh, but if anything you take away from today is slow down life gets so busy and then we get busy busy being busy that sometimes we don't even know what we're feeling at that moment until we explode on somebody so it's about slowing down and it doesn't have to be like i need to take a vacation for a week or i need to take a day off it's just finding those little moments in time lighting a candle or having um a diffuser on with essential oils, like whatever works for you and just allow yourself to think or even not think, just be. Because usually when we're thinking with our brain, we're, we're not letting our heart right, do yep. anything. So it's just allowing yourself to be for a little bit and see what comes up. Like if anything, just if you take only one thing away or you're like, this is insane, even just slow down a little bit and even start with some little self-care. Another where I started before meditating was in the bathtub. I'd have a bath once a week and I'd have music playing that lit me up and that was it. I would think or I'd just be and that for that was my first step. So if it's a little overwhelming to anybody listening, my first step was just keep having I like got a bath once a week and allowing to just slow down. Yeah. And then that I think like anything else, it's like a muscle. The more you work mm -hmm. it, the easier it gets, the the more you can do, that kind of stuff. Yes, and it's, yeah. it's just, yeah, that Cause, sounds cool. Because not like this is a meditation um, episode. Uh, however, it is one of the tools that I've suggested. When I first started meditating, I actually got more irritated because I was living with my grandma at the time. I was in the middle of a meditation. I was like all stressed about it. I'm like, I got to do this right. And I was all like... Er, and then she'd come down and be like, hey, Jody. I'm like, I'm in the middle of meditation. I'm like, that did not help me at all. No. So baby steps if you're at the beginning. Yeah. Be gentle on yourself. Actually, at any point in your life, be gentle on yourself. And baby steps. You don't have to be perfect. 
and like I said um, last week, is, you know, I always had to be like perfect right away or like I had to know what to do right away. That just sets us up for failure or not even finishing what we started. Mm-hmm. So just really just ease into things. So I hope something, you know, I hope this helped a little bit. And, um, and we hope you, I hope you have a beautiful day. Bye for now.